Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the NFL Digest. It's your girl, Nora Natish, and I'm here with a special episode on this Wednesday because it's the week of Thanksgiving, and I just know that we are all traveling, we're all doing things. I know for me, I start my movements today, so I wanted to make sure that you guys got your NFL Digest this week. I was not going to leave y'all hanging. Those of y'all who are going to be traveling, hey, now you got something to listen to on your ride. Come on, come on, or however you're going around. And those of you who are not, hey, so turn it on and check it out. So this week, again, special because it's Thanksgiving week, so happy Thanksgiving. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, though we're all excited to eat and have a great time with family and friends. And those of us who do, unfortunately, do not have the opportunity, please find somewhere to have the opportunity maybe it's you know step out of your comfort zone go see some friends or you know or if you want to be by yourself and do it yourself just have a good time doing it okay so as always we're going to talk about five games and then we're going to do a quick little thing which is we're going to pick the we're going to talk about the thanksgiving games and how i feel about them we're going to start this um episode off we're talking because it's not going to be a real child. A lot of these games, I was not really here for. I didn't see, like, you go from week 10 of football, where it was fantastic, to week 11, which was mid. So, let's start with the first game, the Jets and the Patriots. This game here was the most mid game ever. Ever. Okay? The Jets, um, fell to the Patriots 3-10 to in the most ridiculous way. All right. So, literally, I'm I'm not even joking, guys. This is how this... This should be my trash game, but trust me, there's more trash to come. So, in the second quarter, as the first time the Patriots again, so Nick Foles kicks a 24-yard field goal, which puts the Patriots on the board 3-0. to And then... At the nine minute and 38 second mark in the second quarter, Greg Zerlick hits a 45 yard field goal, tying the game up three to three. So, in the fourth quarter with five seconds remaining, um, Marcus, uh, Marcus Jordan had an 84 yard punt return for a touchdown, and Nick Folk, Nick Folk, at point, make it 10 to three. When I tell you guys this game was just a freaking disaster. It's all I'm gonna be real. These defenses played hard. That's the thing about the Jets. The defense is dope. The Patriots defense held them up. It's the offenses. The offenses couldn't get nothing rolling at all. And I was just blown away by that. I could not understand they couldn't get the offenses rolling. This game was just so mid in every possible way. I had nothing to say. And that's why we're gonna start with that game because it was just. This week is the, the the week of the mid, and I was just really done with it. While there was a bunch of mid games, we're gonna, we're gonna go to a different one with the Bengals and the Steelers, where the Bengals beat the Steelers thirty-seven to thirty. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even give you all the stats of the freaking Jets game because that's how mid it was. Okay, I'm sorry. So Zach Wilson he threw for seventy-seven yards and completed nine out of twenty-two attempts. Zach Wilson also led rushing yards with three. Carries for 26 yards. Our leading receiver for the Jets was Denzel Mims. 
and he had two receptions for 35 yards. Mac Jones, he threw for 246 yards, completed 23 at 27 attempts. The leading rusher for the Patriots was Damian Harris with eight carries for 65 yards. The leading receiver was Muhammad Dre Stevenson with six receptions for 56 yards. So yeah, let's get to the Bengals and Steelers. I'm sorry, because yeah, I'm telling y'all that that Jets game was so mid, so mid. Okay. So we have for the Bengals, we got Joe Burrow. He threw for 355 yards, completed 24 at 39 attempts. He had four touchdowns, however, and two interceptions. The leading rusher for the Bengals was Sam Sam J. Perrin Perrin. I don't know that. He had 11 carries for 30 yards, while T. Higgins was leading the receiver with nine receptions for 148 yards. And the Steelers side, Kenny Pickett, he threw for 265 yards, completely 25 out of 42 attempts, and he had one touchdown. Najee Harris led in rushing yards with 20 carries for 90 yards and two touchdowns. George Pickens, he led receiving yards for four receptions for 83 yards and one touchdown. So let's get to the game. So in the first quarter, we got the Bengals up on the board because Evan McPherson kicked a 45-yard field goal, putting the Bengals up 3-0. to zero. Matt Wright kicked the 42-yard field goal, tying the game 3-3. Three to three. Um, Sam J. Perlin uh, caught a 29-yard pass from Joe Burrow which resulted in a touchdown. Evan McPherson kicked extra point, making it 10-3 to to end the first quarter. In the second quarter, Najee Harris um, has a 19-yard run, which results in a touchdown. Matthew Wright kicked extra point, tying the game up 10-10. to All right, Sam IG Perlin. I'm going to be struggling with that young man name this whole game, I can tell him. He had caught an 11-yard pass for Joe Burrow, which results in a touchdown. Evan McPherson gets such a point, making it 17-10. With a minute and 47 seconds left in the half, George Pickens catches a 25-yard pass from Kenny Pickett, which results in a touchdown. Matthew Wright kicks such a point. Time came back up to 17-17. With the clock expiring, the um, Matthew Wright kicks a 30-yard field goal, having... The Steelers take the first the first time taking the lead in the game 22-17 for the half. Okay, the third quarter, we got Trent um Trenton Irwin with a catch of the one yard pass from Joe Burrow, which results in a touchdown. Evan McPherson kicks the extra point, make it 24 to 20. Matt Wright kicks a 34-yard field goal, making it 23 to 24. Evan McPherson at um, the end of the third quarter goes for a 54-yard field goal, which was good, making it 27-23. If you guys were playing fantasy and you have Evan McPherson, you got some points for your kicker, for real. In the fourth quarter, we got um, Sam J. Perrin catches a six-yard pass from, from Joe Burrow, which results in a touchdown. Evan McPherson gets a point, making it 34 to 23. And then 
we have with three minutes and 18 seconds left on the clock, we have Evan McPherson kicking a 44-yard field goal, making it 37-23. to 23. And with 45 seconds left on the clock, uh, Najee Harris has a one-yard run, which results in a touchdown. Matthew Wright kicked extra point, making it 30-37. And the Bengals take home this win. Okay. Our next game we're gonna talk about in the middle week because my besides the Bengals game, the Bengals the Bengals game was actually put on a decent game. But like again, I told y'all, the mid was in. The mid was here. Because we're gonna go to the trash game of the week. Now this game is only trash because how do, are you eight and one and completely don't show up? I, 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 the, the, the Cowboys and Vikings game was so bad to me because it was just like, now shout out to the Cowboys. The Cowboys did their thing. They ran it up. However, I'm just like the Vikings, you guys are pissed poor. Like I, I hate where everybody has a bad game. I'm not going to lie. Everybody's a bad game. But this game was just so embarrassing across the board that it's ridiculous. So, the Cowboys beat the Vikings 42-3. Let's get to the stats. Because we got Dak Prescott. He threw for 276 yards. Completed 22 out of 25 attempts. He had two touchdowns. Tony um, Pallard, he had 15 receptions for 80 yards. And he also will be a receiver. So he had 15 carries for 80 yards as a leading rusher and leading receiver with six receptions for 109 yards and two touchdowns. Kirk Cousins, he threw for 105 yards, completed 12 out of 23 of the attempts, while Dalvin Cook had 11 receptions for 72 yards. And the leading receiver, leading receptions, sorry, he had 11 carries for 72 yards. Clearly, I'm tripping. And then the, our leading receiver was TJ Hawkinson with five receptions for 34 yards. So let's get to how the Cowboys just beat the absolute crap out of the Vikings. So started with a field goal from Brett May, um, Mayner, um, Mayer with at 20, yeah, 27 yard field goal to put the Dallas Cowboys on the board early in the game, three to zero. Now this is the one and only time the Vikings saw the end zone because Greg Joseph gets a 25-yard field goal tied the game up 3-3 three three in the first quarter. After that, the Cowboys literally ran it up on the Vikings. Because Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott had a one-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. But Brett Mayer kicked the extra point, making it 10-3. In the second quarter, Brett Mayer started off with a, a 53-yard field goal which extended their lead 13 to three. Tony Powell had a 30 yard run for that. Uh, sorry, he had caught a 30 yard pass for Dak Prescott and that resulted in a touchdown. Brett, Brett made their support making it 20 to three. With the time expiring on the clock, we got Brett Mayer kicking a 60 yard field goal, which was good, which going to halftime is 23 to three. Now again, we are used to the Vikings being down at the half and having an impactful comeback. Well, I keep telling y'all, this is not how that game went. It was 
really a beat down the whole game. So in the third quarter, we got Tony Pollard catching a 68-yard pass from Dak Prescott, which resulted in a touchdown. Brett Mayer gets the extra point, making it 20, I'm sorry, 30 to 3. Then Ezekiel Elliott has a one-yard run, which results in a touchdown. Brett Mayer gets the extra point, making it 37 to 3. In the fourth quarter, I believe the Dallas Cowboys pretty much felt like, ah, this win is so much in the bag, it's not even funny. Because then Brett Mayer gets a 50-yard field goal, which was good, making it 42-3. And this is crazy because 8-1 Vikings dropped to 8-2 out of nowhere. And the NFC East right now is in, it's such a, such a up-and-down roller coaster, but... It's, a, it's literally a two-way tie between the Giants and the Cowboys right now. And due to standing purposes, which hurts, this hurts to say, Dallas is two, the Giants dropped the three because we lost a So that's what's going on. So let's go to our next game because before we get to our commercial break, we're going to get to the fourth game of this week. And that was the... I'm gonna end, well, I'm gonna end before the hat before our break on a better game because I'm telling you there's a lot of men. The Raiders and the Broncos. The Raiders beat the Broncos 22 to 16 in overtime. So we got Derek Carr. He threw for 307 yards, completed 23 out of 37 attempts, and had two touchdowns. Our leading rusher for the Raiders was Josh Jacobs with 24 carries for 109 yards. Of Devontae Adams, he's the leading receiver for seven receptions for 141 yards and two touchdowns. Russell Wilson, he threw for 247 yards, completing 24 out of 31 attempts. While our leading rusher for the Broncos was Latavius Murray with 17 carries for 49 yards and one touchdown. Leading receiver was Cortland Sutton with five receptions for 80 yards. So this game, this game was kind of, you know, it was definitely defensive heavy, heavy, you already know. But offenses did not, they didn't play terrible, but it just, again, mm, was the game I was ex- not, ex- not say I was excited to see, but definitely caught my eye. But Sadius Berry, he had a one-yard run to put the the Broncos on the board, 7-0 to zero because of Brandon. McManus' kick, which was good, making it 7-0. In the second quarter, Brennan McManus has a 48-yard field goal, which extends the Broncos' lead 10-0. Devontae Adams catches a 31-yard pass from Derek Carr, which results in a touchdown. Daniel Clarkson keeps extra point, making it 7-10. So still, anyone's game going into the half. Third quarter, the only team went to that, that even touched the end zone was the Raiders because the Raiders had Daniel Clark a 52-yard field goal, tied the game up 10 to 10, and now we're going to the fourth quarter. Brandon McManus catches a 52-yard field goal, putting the Broncos back in the lead 13 to 10. Daniel Clark kicks a 57-yard field goal, tied the game back up 13-13. Brandon Mc Man is kicking a 48-yard field goal, putting the Broncos up again, 16 to 13, with 16 seconds left on the clock. Daniel Clark kicks a 25-yard field goal, tying the game back up, 
60 to 16. We went into overtime. Devontae Adams caught a 35-yard pass from Derek Carr, which resulted in a touchdown, which made it 22 to 16. Raiders take their first victory in a long time, extending their extending their record to three to seven. So when we come back, we are going to get to Norris game of the week, and we're also going to just talk about Thanksgiving things right after this. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you again. If you are interested in starting a podcast, what you need to do is download Anchor. Anchor is the best tool for your podcast needs. You can record your podcast, edit your podcast, add sound effects, add music, and publish your podcast all on the same platform, on the same app, which you do from your phone, tablet, or computer, all for free. And once you do it, it goes to a variety of different podcast generators where you can be heard and so if you're really ready to build your podcast, Anchor is the way to go. While we're also talking about paying some bills, thank you to Ozell Brand. Shout out to them, our sponsor for this episode. Ozell Brand is an amazing brand that does custom-made sneakers and cleats for you and your children. If you are interested in getting custom-made sneakers and cleats for your kids or yourself, or especially if you're an athlete or whatever you, whatever's going on, go to ozellbrand.com and get those sneakers made okay we're back to talk about the game of the week and the game of the week here is just for ah again mid football it was all so mid but we're gonna go to it we're gonna go to Sunday night football the Chiefs versus Chargers this game got kind of dicey and it was pretty good actually the Chiefs beat the Chargers 30 to 27 Pat Mahomes, he threw for 329 yards, with 20 out of 34 attempts, and he had three touchdowns. The leading rusher for the Chiefs was Isaiah Pacheco. I'm going with that. He had 15 carries for 107 yards. While leading receiver, you already know who that bad man is. Travis Kelty with six receptions for 115 yards and three touchdowns. Now, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert threw for 280 yards, completed 23 out of 30 attempts. He had two touchdowns and one interception. Leading rusher for the Chargers was Austin Eckler with 19 carries for 83 yards and one touchdown. Leading receiver was Joshua Palmer. Joshua Palmer had eight receptions for 106 yards and two touchdowns. So let's get to the game. We got Harrison Buckler putting those Chiefs on the board early with a 33-yard field goal, making it 3-0. Joshua Palmer kicks a 50-yard pass from Justin Herbert, which results in a touchdown. Cameron Dicker kicks the extra point, making it 7-3. All right. Harrison Buckler kicks a 52-yard field goal, trying to bring uh, bring the, um, the Chiefs up a little bit to a 6-7. Then we got Cam, um, Cam Cameron Dicker kicks a 46-yard field goal, making it 10-6. Going to the second quarter, we got Travis Kelsey kicks a 4-yard pass from Pat Mahomes, which results in a touchdown. Harrison Buckley kicks a point, and the Chiefs took the lead 13-10. Austin Eckler, he had a 1-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Cameron Dicker kicks an extra point. Putting the Chargers back in the lead 17 to 13. 
at the end of the half, Cameron gets a 21-yard field goal, which was good, making it 20 to 13 going into halftime. In the third quarter, there was a lot of three and outs, and these defenses played pretty hard because the only people who touched the end zone was the Chiefs, and the Chiefs had um, their kicker, Harrison Butler, get a 30-yard field goal, which was good, making it 16 to 20. The fourth quarter, you already know how the Chiefs play in the fourth quarter. Things get dicey and get ready to rock and roll because we got Travis Kelsey catching a 32-yard pass from Pat Mahomes, which results in a touchdown. Harrison Butler gets an extra point, making it 23 to 20. Then we got Joshua Palmer catching a six-yard pass from Justin Herbert, which results in a touchdown. Cameron um, Digger gets an extra point, making it 27 to 23. With 31 seconds left on the clock, Travis Kelsey catches a 17-yard pass from Pat Mahomes, which results in a touchdown. Harrison Butler kicks the extra point, making it 32-27. I can say again, that to me was the best game of the week. Week 11. Week 12, we got Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving, which is tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving again to all of you. I'll share that I cannot wait. My favorite Thanksgiving food. I'm going to be so basic because I love greens. Like I am a greens girl. I can eat greens all year round. If it's something specific to Thanksgiving, nah, it's not. I can really eat greens, mac and cheese, and yams all year round. I'm telling you all that. Your girl can't wait for it. My, I guess different Thanksgiving side like I am the person I love me the ocean spray cran- um, cranberry sauce and the one without the cranberries the one with the cranberries is disgusting but the one without the cranberries the gelatin that is your girl's stuff so I am excited because I'm going to have me a good plate I'm going to be a good plate I guess a good low vibration plate <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy myself because your girl has been really bugged out this week I've been not fasting, that's trifling, but it's more like, for both, I mean, for this. It's more like I've been eating light because I know I'm going to eat good on Thursdays. So I'm just letting y'all know that's what your girl been doing. So I'm still what your girl up to. But we got some great football games to look forward to. So football games are either going to make my day or they're going to really break my day. But the Bills and the Lions kick it off at 1230 on CBS. That should be, no, I'm not going to lie. I can't count the Lions out anymore because I didn't have them beat the Giants last week. So I can't say anything besides just take take things as they go. So I'm ready to see how the Bills-Lions match up. I do think the Bills will win this game. However, the Lions have been, definitely been making a comeback. And their division, shoot, besides the the, um, the Vikings, it's just open, open season over there because the Packers have made, Bears have made, and also, sprayers from Justin, um, Justin Fields because he did hurt his um, shoulder. He just look at his shoulder, so definitely prayers to him. But, but again, mid is mid. There's a lot of mid over there, so Lions could definitely sneak into second place easily. Like, easily. Actually, are they even? I think they're in second place, which in the NFC um, North. They are. See, it's like like being four and six in, in the second, second place, the NFC North is just mid central. So I don't really know what else to say about that. So that means Buffalo better bring it. They're going to be in Detroit. So it's going to be a pretty decent game. The Giants and the Cowboys play at 430 on Fox. 
Uh, hopefully I've already eaten by then. But you y'all y'all know, you know. If not, <laughs> you know how it'd be. I could definitely have not eaten by then and just be sitting there mad watching the Giants and um and Dallas game. The Giants did lose a lot of players to injury this past week. It's just it's just so hard to be a Giants fan right now. We got a receivers, it's just a mess, mess, mess. So if we can pull up the way as Dallas in Dallas, I would that would make my entire week. Like it would just check it out the it would check me out the week. But I again on my shows, I don't go against my team, so I'm picking the Giants over the Cowboys, but still practical sports analyst me is saying the Giants has no players for real. Everybody's hurt real bad. So the Cowboys could definitely take this win. Hopefully they don't blow us out and maybe break my heart for the damn for the holiday. I want Okay, the last game, which is our 8-20 game, our Thursday night football game, is the Patriots and the Vikings. If I am the Vikings, I am coming back with vengeance after a most horrific performance against the, the Cowboys. And it's not because the Cowboys are just so good. It's because the Vikings played so bad. The Cowboys are good. I'm not going to sit here in front because they're not my team, but they are good. But the Vikings were, I was up till that game, I thought were good too. So, it's time for redemption. The Patriots are, they're okay. They're literally okay. But, again, their defense is not something to play with. They can definitely shut down Kirk Cousins, and this could be a, a whole disaster. But let's see if the Vikings got to pick themselves back up, because I do have the Vikings beating the Patriots in this game. So, that is this NFL di- special NFL Thanksgiving Digest. You guys, again, be safe. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And next time we talk, we will be getting closer to the holiday time. So keep a lookout for my foundation is doing a wine fundraiser, which is if you need some last minute gifts for your coworkers or for people that, you know, that close to you. One Hope Wine is the wine for you. So... Um, your girl will be hitting you back next week. You guys take care. Be safe. Travel safe, please, all of you who are traveling. And have a wonderful holiday. Until next time, bye.